So we finished the Gemara about Gvinas Akram last night. And like we saw, this wasn't going well. And like we'll see in the Rishonim, it really isn't going well. Which means Rabbi Shmuel brought up to his Rabbi Rabbi Shu in the Mishnah, why is Gvinas Akram Asr? Why did they ask her Gvinas Akram? So first, Rabbi Shua tried saying because it's uh, they use Avedis Zara in the process. Well, then it should be Asabana. Mm. Then Rabbi Shmuel, then Rabbi Shua said, well, because they use they use the keva, the gut, the juices of the stomach, the acids in the stomach, the curdled milk in the stomach called keva, in order to be a starter catalyst for the cheese called a maimid, and therefore it's us. They said, really. That stuff's not usher. If you want, you could drink that stuff straight out of a carbon oila, which is the most chamerdika thing. So that's that's not the reason it's usher. So Rabbi Shua at that point changed the topic. Didn't want to get into it in the Mishnah, as we saw in the Gemara, perish, meaning anything that comes from an animal and is destined to be refuse perish. and perish. Anything perishable. be perishable. Very good. Anything that comes from an animal and is destined to be out is not usher. It's not part of the animal. It's not usher. So we're out of luck. So the Gemara last night in rapid fire, we at least made a rapid fire, said, if I'm not mistaken, five reasons to usher Gvinas Akum. Number one, Rabbi Shuvan Levi, because they leave the milk exposed overnight and snakes could put in venom. To which the Gemara asked, Really? then if you have some proofs that no venom was in it, for instance, if there was venom in it, it wouldn't allow the cheese to age. If there's venom in it, it wouldn't allow the cheese to dry. And therefore, if you have dry-aged cheese, it should be proof positive that there's no venom and it should be mutter. So the Gemara then said, oh, yeah, well, they must have like a little leftover milk from other animals. So that was the first reason. Then the next reason, Shmuel said, well, it's not the refuse from the animal they use. They use actually a piece of stomach. They take a piece of stomach which has the same acids, it has the same effect. So now it's not perished. It's not going to be refuse. It's not going to be on the floor in a few minutes. And therefore, it's really usher. And the Gemara, you know, said, okay, I hear you. The next reason was they smear it with pig fat on the outside. The next reason was they use um, vinegar, which may contain yayanesach, in order to make a catalyst of the, of the uh, cheese. And the final reason, Renach Yitzchak said that um, they use arla, they use sap from arla fruits. What about the fact that you said the Rishon Levi is the top dog? Oh, so, so, those, so those are the five reasons. So I want to speak out for Rishonim, for takes in the Rishonim, all very similar on the same continuum. As you will see, Baruch Hashem, no one in here is reform, so you're not going to take this the wrong way, but, and you're going to continue to respect this, sort of, Givinus Akam, obviously, but it's rough. So first, the Rivosh says, you see when it comes to Givinus Akam, that we don't differentiate. If a problem is a problem somewhere, it's a problem everywhere, even if it's not a problem. 
For instance, when the Gemara asked, oh really, you're afraid of snake venom? So if the cheese aged or the cheese dried, then that should be evidence of no venom. Why did the Gemara say, yeah, when it's aged and dried, it's not, when it's not a problem. When it isn't, it is a problem. The Tarot says, we're, we're not doing that. We're not saying, okay, here it should be us, here it shouldn't be us, sir. If there's a reason anywhere, it's all us, sir. Okay, that's a little odd. Mark that rivash. Along comes Rabbeinu Tam and says something incredible. Says Rabbeinu Tam, Ki achshav leimatzinu, I can read it from here the same way, Ki achshav leimatzinu tam pashit leisser gvinas akum. It's really, really, really not simple why gvinas akum is us. And Rabbi Natan goes through the following lambdas. Uh, he says like this: Of all the Amiroim, of all the five reasons that we have, Rabbi Shuvan Levi wins every time. Rabbi Shuvan Levi is the Amira that in a head-to-head match would win against any of these Amiroim. And Rabbi Shuvan Levi's reason is because of snakes, because it's it's subject to Gili who was left out overnight. It's because of snakes. Now says Rabbi Natan, we don't have snakes anymore. So Rabbi Shuvan Levi cancels out all the, all the other reasons, and there are no snakes anymore. So therefore, there should be no reason for Gvinas Akum to be Aser. In fact, Rabbi Nathesis brings that the Ga'ine Narbona, it's a region in France, Narbon. The Ga'ine Narbon were Matir, Gvina, that had plant-based rennet. All of these reasons have to do with the animal-based rennet. You know what? Plant-based rennet is kosher. And they went with that, which, by the way, nowadays, I don't know how much, but most cheeses for sure use chemical rennet. I'm sure back in Italy they make some good high-mission cheese that has animal rennet, but probably most cheeses nowadays use synthetic rennet, use artificial rennet. So according to the Ga'in in Narbonne, all Goyesha cheeses are mutter. Incredible. The end of Tesis, Tesis says maybe they use some animal products that are salty. So when you have salty meat and milk, that is a Basar Bachala problem. That's the best Tesis could come up with why Gvina Sakim is also. So Tesis basically takes our whole Gemara, all five reasons, and ends up very, very, very skeptical about why Lamais is it also. Then the Ramam comes and says as follows. Ramam, Machal Sasuris, Perkim Alachi Dalat. Gvina Shemaimidim Oisam Hagoyim Ba'asavim Oibimei Peirais. Cheese that was made into cheese with grasses or fruit juice i.e. plant-based rennet, even so, even though there's nothing that can be wrong with it. Because Chazal asked already So here, the Rambam matching the Rivash says, you know what? You're right. 
there should be no reason to ask her. Rabbeinu Tam discovered that there's no reason to ask her and therefore had trouble asking. The Rama says, no problem. There's no reason to ask her, but it's still us. There's no reason to ask her, but it's still us because Shekavar Gazru. And therefore they don't make any difference. And this is how the Shulchan Aruch paskins. Shulchan Aruch Simon Kuftasov, Sif Beis, it's Aser even if they use synthetic rennet, and the Ramah says that's the Minig. So we find all the Rishayinim along the same line, that all these reasons, at the end of the day, are insufficient. But Lamaisa, Chazal already Asered, Givin What's the reasoning behind this? I was going to ask you, because um, how many times, especially nowadays, where certain products, you have to check the ingredients, they're trafe or not kosher based on something, but something exactly like it without an ingredient is kosher. Why don't they make a gzera? We, we don't make gzeras. Chazam makes gzeras, we don't make a gzera. So they didn't want to? Yeah. So you're, they're allowed to. They say, hey, if you have this, this yeah. uh, sunflower seed, whatever, then... Uh-huh. So... I just want to show you a tshuva in the Rajba. Tshuva is a Rajba. That basically puts a bow around everything we've been saying tonight. First, we have this rivash that said that like, mm, even when it's logical to be machalik, we're just not machalik. Then we had the, the Rabbin Tam that said, I can't even find a reason why to ask Venus Akum. Then we had the Rama and said, Lamaisa, even though there's no real reason to answer it, once we made Xera, we're not Machalik. What's going on here? So in the final reason of the Gemara, we're talking about Arla. Now, what's wrong with Arla? It's the Pshah like this. Sometimes you can use tree sap in order to make cheese. Now, some trees are Arla, one's under three years old, and all the rest of the trees aren't Arla. Why are you more suspicious that they used a young tree than an old tree? Says the Rajba, Umihu, Bi'isure Goyim, Hechmiru. When it comes to all these topics, Pasakim, Gvinasakim, Chalavakim, Bishalakim, all these Isurim, we're always Machmer. Ve'ila Matsu, and they found basically an excuse, lehisrachik mehem, to keep you away from them, v'asu svekan kivadaan. And they made a suffix kivada, even though it's a suffix. V'hein, v'hein hamida neheges, b'chol mashamur b'gemara, b'isuri hakusim. Says the Raj ben Chubis. I'll tell you what's going on here. This is a classic case that Chazal painted the bullseye around the arrow. That they did not react to a problem with a solution. They had a solution and they created a problem. The solution is, is we don't want intermarriage, we don't want mingling, we don't want socializing, we don't want partying, we don't want hanging out, we don't want, we don't want recreation. I was just telling my shir today that the reason why the Yidden in Poland for the first 250 years of the Polish experiment, it was amazing. You know why? Because us and the Catholics really, really, really wanted to do business with each other. We appreciated each other's role in the business world. 
they appreciated our networking and, and our ability to organize. We appreciated their manpower. We appreciated their consumerism. And it was a great shidduch. And neither of us wanted anything to do with each other before 9 a.m., after 5 p.m., or on weekends. They despised us. We despised them. But we needed each other for business, and it was great. We did business with each other, and that's it. No socialization. There was no socializing. There was no hanging out. It was perfect. It was a great world. And therefore, the Yidin were rocking and rolling, making money, learning, having yeshivas. The Catholics were doing fine, and it was very, very good existence. Then it exploded. But the bottom line is, Chazal wanted no mingling. And therefore, Chazal had a list of items that we're going to answer. That these items are cornerstones of breaking bread together. Bread, wine, cooked foods, cheese, milk. I'm like, and shechita, we, all, we already know. So like, there's, there's no way to hang out. It, it really crimps our ability to hang out. So Chazal had an agenda. And by the way, it sounds like we're like belittling it. No, no, no. It's an amazing agenda and it kept us going for thousands of years. It's extremely necessary. It's keystone to surviving in a gullus. But Lamaisa, Chazal had the target in mind before the bullseye was there. So they answered Gvinasakum. Why? Mm-hmm. This reason, that reason, none of them are great. Says the Rashmi, they don't have to. Ewa Matzabai. They found an excuse and they were telling Givina Sakam, I, Arla, come on, I could ask you five kashas on Arla. Suffolk, Arla, Chutzlaretz, like the Ritva asks. The Raj was asking, how do you know it's a young tree, not an old tree? You have the Rabbeinu Tom's kashas. You have all these kashas. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You have the Rivash that says we're not Machalik. Why not? Because once you start nitpicking, you're going to do it with the Xer, and that's not our goal. Our goal is to ask our cheese. You need a reason, I'll supply you with a reason. And this Rajba is in the background to that Rambam. This Rajba is in the background to that Taisus. This Rajba is in the background to that Rivash. And that's what's going on here. And that is the Sugi of Gvinas Akum. Let's just finish the Gemara till the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, we are up to about 15 lines into Lamed Hayam at Bez. Darash of Nachman Bredur Chizda. My Dixiv, once Rabbi Shua used that Pasik, we're going to darshan it. What's Pshat and Pasik? To the smell of your oil, it is good. What is a Tamachacham Daimatu? To a pitcher of fragrant oil. Megola, when it's exposed and poured, Recha Naidef. Its smell is able to waft and it's able to make the whole atmosphere fragrant. Mechuseh, as long as it's covered up, ain't recha noidef. Its smell is not passed on and enjoyed. What this is saying is, is that a tamachacham, if he keeps his knowledge bottled up within him, then not only will he not become exposed, the tyro will not be fragrant. By Tamchacham sharing what's inside of him, by Tamchacham sharing what's inside of him, it causes the very oil to be more fragrant. The Marsha is Medayik. The Marsha says that it doesn't say that a Tamchacham is doime to oil. 
a tamachacham is daimet to the flask containing the oil. Because the tyra will be the tyra nonetheless. But if you want the tyra to smell good, if you want other people to be exposed to the tyra, the tamachacham has to become that bottle and pour that tyra outwards. In fact, the tertmima there in Shirashirim says, that's why it says, Shemen Turak Shemecha. Your name will be poured. Don't say Shemen Turak the, the Shemen. Turak means to be poured. When you rake, it's like a verb of making empty. To pour out the oil is to be Turak. Shemecha, your name will be greatened by that. So says the Gemara, is like a flask of fragrant oil. Bottled up, does nothing for anyone. Poured out, everyone begins to experience the smell. V'loyoid, Things, if a Tamachacham shares his Taira, items which were until then hidden, will be revealed to him. Those that were hidden, those that were hidden will now become well known. Rashi says that that means areas in learning that until now were hidden from him now become revealed to him. And the pshat is, the pshat is either because, you know, when you teach, you learn it better, or it's like a midah kenegin midah. Hashem says, oh, you show no selfishness, then I will give you more to have. Tysus learns a whole other thing. Tysus says, things that were hidden, people share with them, with him their secrets. Itam chacham, that learns Torah with others, people share with them, uh, their secrets. And I think the pshat is on, along those same lines. That if people see someone who is selfish, you don't tell secrets to a selfish person. They're not going to guard them. They're going to use them against you. If someone is evidently selfless, if someone gives himself, he takes the tire that he worked on and worked hard to perfect and promulgates it and sends it out, he's selfless. Selfless people garner other people's trust. I think that that's Pshatnatisis. And says the Gemara, someone who is willing to reveal his terror to others, the Malachamavis loves him. How do we know? Shinemra Alamois Ahivucha, Karibe Al Mavis, he who's on death. Loves him. Some savers say something very cute. You know why the you know why the Malchamavis loves such a selfless giving Tamukhacham? Because the Malchamavis knows that if he dies, he's gonna be machapar on the dar and put the Malchamavis out of business. So the Malchamavis loves him keeps him alive, and this way, Mahamav is able to do his job on other people. We'll stop here for tonight.